0: Taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here at 545 Productions in Consensual Studios. And we are Ignorant and Uninformed, where we take your topics and turn them into our show. I'm joined in the studio. With my good friend, Max Sorakistan-Sorak. I am here in the studio. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. We're not trying to trick you. He's really here. I am. He's he's not like... Am I? Am I over here? Am I? Am I? He's not dialing in from, from an undisclosed location. He's, no. here. he's here with me. I... Now, we're down <laughs> one, man. Ah, oh, we are. We don't have Benji Pickens, mm. uh, who, of course, is always good for uh, uh, some good informational input on our topics
1: and a good laugh or two
0: and a good laugh or two so, He's a Good guy,
1: cut us some slack out there just you know so it's just,
0: we're holding it down we're doing <laughs> we're doing the job of three men with just two so we're you gotta do our best gotta, but we're gonna do our best to
1: make it your show and max tell them why it's their show well it's your show because you've given us all these topics that we're talking about and then we give you t-shirts it's for that. so true it's so true and there is a big bowl of topics sitting in front of me we're gonna it's draw beautiful. one here in a second uh, and it's just, it's so pretty, it's hard to look it's at. so beautiful. But keep twanking us on the Twitters, yeah. at Iganon, and get your topics to us. Hit us up on the Facebooks, message the show, become a fan of the show. Uh, visit the website, ignorantanduninformed.com. Click the topics button, uh, and you can get your questions to us that way. Questions do make the best topics, or you can old school email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Um, that's true, yes, sir. and so, uh, I did find out we have a shirt uh internationally jeremy uh in Australia got his shirt, oh damn, and uh evidently that dude may be in Colorado in uh no shit. next summer, so was, jam. yeah, so I was like, dude, you definitely like make I, the trip I will up will put you up, like, like come record with us, so that'd be sweet see if we can't make that happen like a year from now. That'd be sweet, all right, well, now we need a topic. Max, you want to reach into the bowl. Dude, personally, I'm just excited that I filled out those customs form, right? Cuz I like went to the Dude, post know, office right? to send out that shirt and I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, I guess it is going yeah, yeah. international." This is what this is what they we get for not having John around. <laughs> right? So it, is Aww. that two topics? It so you is. Grab two. I know. Okay, pick one. little, little or big. Well, I narrowed it down. Oh, uh, where is faces? This one
0: I was feeling better about. I don't know why. I don't know. We'll why. see what it is. The other one was tiny. Was tanny. Sure, I was fearful of another T sure, rapper. <laughs> I didn't want it to be another T rapper. I forgot
1: about that, man. That was hilarious. We've done so many of these. I've forgotten about Dude, so I know, many. Right? It's This is crazy.
0: Epiz- This is our 280-somethingeth recording session.
1: I know, man. We just released, figured that out. Like we released 232 this week, that's fucking crazy, crazy. dude. I know, know you while. think we'd be better at this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, good question from my homie Tim Mahone, dude. I used to bartend with. What's nice. up, Tim? Can you really be likable to others if you don't like yourself?
0: Wow, so well, it's getting it's getting it's getting real.
1: Yeah. Deep. Yeah. That's you know that's a very interesting question. I, so yeah. my my first answer is actually I think you can. And my so what, what, say the question again. I wasn't listening. Can you be – can you really be likable to others? Can other people like you? If you don't like if yourself. If you don't like yourself. Oh,
0: right. okay.
1: So think about like comedians, right? There's always the uh, – you know, there's always that mm-hmm. like idea of the sad people are the funniest, right? It's mm-hmm. a coping mechanism. The saddest clowns laugh the loudest. Precisely. Mm-hmm. And like if you think – I mean I typically like people who make me laugh mm-hmm. and that, that could that could come from a lot of sadness.
0: You know, it's it's true. It's it's that I you know, that's interesting you bring up like comedians. I always think of like, you know, Robin Williams, rest in peace. But like, you know, he was just brought so much joy to so many people, but he was like just such a tortured human being. Right. And so like he struggled days. for a long time with drugs and medication and yeah and of course depression and all the things that go along with that, but right. he was able to make people laugh. And so one could argue that perhaps he didn't like himself as much as other people liked him,
1: right, so that yeah, that's where our, my head like immediately went with that, and mm-hmm. like so yeah, I had two two dudes I went to middle school with in the last like year both killed themselves, and they were both like the class clowns, and I went to a small middle school, like there was only probably seventy of us in Dang. like our in our classes, and so yeah, I mean like you I think you can make a lot of people happy, yeah. It's and true. Not really like yourself. I think that's a dangerous.
0: You know, it's it's kind of a. You know, I I'm I'm in the performing arts. You so are. I I get to I meet a lot of very artistic personalities, uh, oftentimes comedic ones, and and people who can make other people laugh and kind of have that intuition, of 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 how to make other people laugh. And I think that's kind of an inborn gift. That certainly one can develop, but I think that some people are just naturally good at empathizing with others and 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 knowing how to make people laugh i that's a something i've kind of cultivated in my in in my life sure but i think it's also a dangerous road because if you're the, if you what goes along with that oftentimes is is that that you your in your natural intuition into understanding how people feel can sometimes like affect the way that you feel your own emotions too—that you you oh okay you go like, on in in the sense that like you know you know how to make people laugh okay because you intrinsically understand the feeling of happiness and humor maybe on a little bit deeper level than 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 you, someone who doesn't make people laugh, who can't make people laugh okay who's not naturally funny okay who's you know I think we all have that. There's a streak of it. It's just a little wider in some people. You know what I mean? Sure. I and we all be... have an appreciation for things that make us laugh. Sure. A humor.
1: sense of humor, if yeah. you will.
0: Yeah. And some people have a better sense of humor and and can. And it's it's just about that. Like, if you're able to make that emotional connection with with people in that way, okay, that you feel th- empathizing with yourself is is a deeper experience, which, as we know, can lead to. You know, delving into maybe some deeper emotions, deeper parts of that pool that maybe most people just kind of glaze over, don't really go that deep. Right. So you've, in a way, those those you know those people who are really good at keying into others' emotions, key into themselves on a deeper level. Okay. Which can lead to Problems. some dangerous shit well, being stirred up. You especially.
1: Know I mean? So this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Is that like I don't think. We are given a very good emotional education, Mm-mm. just in general. Like so much of, of Western culture and like science, air quote culture, yeah. is uh, you know based on this triumph of rationality, right? And like that, these emotions are these lesser, lesser parts of us. But like the, the Vulcan principle, is oh, you are saying okay, fair. The Vulcan principle, right? Logic think, over emotion, right? And I think that's fine in certain instances, but like we can't deny the fact right that we have these emotions so absolutely if you've got this person who attempts to make people laugh because of whatever reason and they do begin to like delve deeper into themselves because of it like what you find there especially if it's been repressed and like tamped yeah. down for a long time can be a lot you know, of really dark yeah just about anything you know you got built
0: up rage built up depression and sadness and anger
1: you know. right and then like when you finally get to it it Resentment, yeah, it's like incapable it leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering, right? And suffering leads to Buddhism. No, I'm <laughs> the um, but I do think it's interesting that so yeah, like I don't feel like I was ever taught to constructively express my emotions. Yeah, you know, it's very interesting. So it's actually this is
0: exactly what my mom specializes in. Okay, as a as a, as a children's play therapist. Interesting. Uh, she and she she also works for this company called Brain Balance, which is gaining right? some notoriety among among the the country is, is kind of this uh, what they teach is they teach left and right brain function balance because a lot of times and you know there's there's even the theory that like that people on the autistic spectrum never developed their your your brain is the philosophy behind brain balance is that your brain is meant to develop in both sides on in both ways at, okay. at a steady rate Together, okay. and people who end up with uh, personality disorders, ADD, you know those kinds of things, and and even uh, will register on the the autis- the autistic spectrum, uh-huh. is because that there's there's an imbalance there. Like your emotional level is that of a five year old child, which you are, but your brain, your 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 intellectual brain, the left side. Uh, has has d- developed beyond that, and if if you and if that if that, that difference, gap is yeah. too big, okay, and so they say that you start to have disorders when when there's a greater than five year gap between those things, and you have adult you have emotionally repressed adults, super genius, but they have no social skills, and that's where you get like uh, autistic, sure. autistic spectrum. Sure, that's where like, and that a lot of that's trope. developmental. Like you can't help a lot of that stuff. Like your brain just, d- but a lot of it. You can work to lengthen that gap. You can work to shorten, shorten that gap. gap. Sure, sure, and sure. And then, you know, so what my mom does a lot with 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 children is is to teach empathy, um, you know, which is which is a lot something that someone who's autistic, high functioning autistic, which you, you would have been called like Aspergers mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, but now they're saying that that's just the autistic
1: spectrum. Oh, interesting. Um, so they've just renamed. Yeah. Like, so so, so they, Aspergers used to like just be like a specific is, segment of the spectrum. Yeah, it's
0: it high functioning autistic. Ah. And it was Asperger's syndrome because it has a certain set of. Sure. I, I learned a lot about this. We did a show about someone with who was who had Asperger's. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I I did a lot of research. I in, recall. Interesting. Spectrum. But. So so yeah, but the but, you know, because it was it was like favoritism in in a weird way among the scientific community that they're saying, well, these people are called Aspergers, but they're really just on the autistic spectrum. Yeah. So like your low functioning autistics, th- you know, they don't have a name for their their. They're just autistic. Because they're not special. Yeah. So they decided that it was like... Right. They... That the classification of Asperger's syndrome is, is no longer valid. Okay. But it's
1: still a very hotly debated topic among the psychological community. In the community. Well, I know you you don't uh, – I know you try to keep me away from your mom because you're scared of the things that I would say to her. Well, I'm
0: afraid you're going to ruin a good thing. You know, you're
1: know, you just going to take – you're going to
0: run away to Mexico and never see her again. Yes. I mean, Mary is a, a lovely
1: woman. <laughs> uh, but no, I would really love to talk to your mom because uh, like in thinking ahead about like either the show notes or like releasing a blog oh, yeah. post or something like – I'm I'm really curious in the way that we teach children to handle their emotions, and like it's true. like I'm a, a firm believer that you can either constructively or destructively express an emotion, like whatever right. energy that is. Exactly. And I don't think I was very well educated in how to constructively express anger, mm-hmm. fear, sadness, like all of the darker emotions. Sure, yeah. And I would be really interested to hear what her her thoughts are. Yeah, on that, it's interesting because
0: I, think yeah, it's I mean it's you know it's it is it's a very you know you have to and it's a lot of it has to do with uh, you know how how kids kids are are taught in in like school and stuff because sure you know you've got all these you know you can only develop within the home like you can only develop certain emotional coping you know you only learn you get you get a limited emotional education. With people who are in your immediate family. So okay. you, know, you, you talk about these kids who are like homeschooled and typically they're seen as, you know, these kids are like they don't know how to interact with, with other people because they don't have social skills because they're kind of in this little bubble of their own family and, and maybe a few other kids or something. But I feel like, you know, and it was one of the things my parents struggled with with me was as, as a I was very smart as a, as a child. I don't know what happened. Ah, <laughs> oh, you, um, you beat me to it, but I was I was like very very. In, I, I I tested. You know they did all the. You're a smart you
1: know, son of a bitch. I gifted get it.
0: Testing and yeah. I was supposed to be in gifted – They wanted to send me to some private school, but at some point my mom's was my mom's was like, uh, <laughs> she's she's like no, I think that he should stay in public school. Sure. And and you know and learn because at some point it was like you know the social interaction you get in a much larger social pool. Well, just of people is is more important than than getting the special you know like oh, I'm reading at a you know he's reading at a college level at,
1: at in eighth grade, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You was know, like but if you don't know how to relate with people like what good that, does that do good for the does world that do how yeah you unless you're now? like a researcher or exactly but even and then... There, and there's, there's a place there's...
0: for those people in the in the world but in, even in a, in a then
1: you have like, to like navigate the social world like yeah. there is no escape and i I am particular. And
0: I guess we're talking about me now, but the I, <laughs> oh, I shocking. very uh, what? <laughs> who knew I. I mean, now that being a a sociable person is very important to me in, in what I do in my life now. You know, like and that, not just just in general. And I feel like if I was not as good as
1: oh, that's interesting at being
0: social as yeah. I am if I had been more secluded and and a little more introverted and you know, my, I feel like I would be a completely different person now. Okay. But I, you know, and there's, there's times when I, I consider myself a bit of an ambivert, like I mean, again, intro and extrovert,
1: but I I can
0: certainly turn it on, but I definitely need breaks every now and
1: then. So that was going to be, so that was going to be, I was actually going to ask you about the whole introvert extroverted thing. And again, like we're talking about spectrums, autism. And I think Mm -hmm. that the whole introvert extrovert thing is also a spectrum for sure. Like, like everything, um, so yeah. When you do have to turn it on, do you feel like it is? Does that take energy or does that recharge you? Because that's the that's like, a good question. Yeah. I that's all right. You don't need a ready made answer. It's cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, it really depends on the situation. Yeah, I would say fair. Like, a lot of times, like you know, when if I'm, you know, at a at some kind of event or something, you know, for my, for work. Right. Like a donor event. And there's a lot of people there that like, typically not really in my social circle. They're yeah. in their seventies. I'm glad you said this. Go on. And, and, you know, like, like that kind of situation, that's, that's like a conscious, like, okay, I got to turn it on now. Got to, got to meet. People have to like But you me. know, what's funny is like, I, I'm, i I, I start, once I dive in, like I'm golden. Like I can, sure. it's I that, can keep it up. Yeah. And, it, and it, and in some ways it does like, re-energize me to keep going and, and okay but it's definitely you know I, there's this element that it doesn't feel like me like i don't feel like myself there's like moments of consciousness so great to see you guys it's really great. here oh, oh you've been golfing lately yeah huh? that's great <laughs> oh man handicaps you know. down wow good for you yeah i feel like there's a little bit of
1: that Mich- like like
0: forced forced interaction no but at the same time like i will go to like Sometimes I'm out of my depth in like in a in a social situation with people who are more my age than than mm-hmm. others. Like I honestly would prefer some some deeper social interaction with a small group of people yeah. than than going to a large party where I don't know anybody and making friends.
1: Oh, I mean, I have Like that's I, harder. I've always been that way and yeah. like it's funny you brought up like the the social circle that you're around because mm-hmm. Um, So, like, yesterday I was down at this, like, big convention, this franchise convention trying to, like, drum up some business, right? So lots of small talk, lots of, like, little shitty conversations that I was then just,
0: like... Probably, like, pulling teeth for you.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. I reached a point where it's just like, and I'm done. Like, I've given this about two and a half hours. Whereas, like, a couple weeks ago I was able to officiate John's wedding, which was, again, like, a very extroverted thing, but, like, a completely different feeling as far as,
0: like... How did that feel to you? Like I mean, like not that you were the center of attention, cuz obviously that was John and Casey, but you were a big part of the center of attention.
1: For yeah, for that, that moment. No, yeah. that's no, it felt good, how man. Did you,
0: you feel good with that?
1: I did. I practiced a lot. I I, I don't know yeah. if that came through. Um which is way different than the first <laughs> wedding I did. Uh, right. so, you know, it's all about getting better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it felt good. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things anytime and, when you're up and Max, on that stage. Max won't
0: on horn about this, but he did an excellent job at oh, the you're wedding. Very it was sweet. a great wedding. It was a great um, officiant.
1: The, uh... if I
0: could get married again <laughs> and who knows maybe I will well Ooh. if you <laughs>
1: hey, ah. good thing Debbie's not sitting in with us it's okay yeah. I'll write you a Star Wars betting then. you guys can renew your vows. oh
0: man that's a great idea <laughs>
1: I love it. Son of a bitch, I should have never said that. (laughs) We we could do it live. (laughs) Oh, my God. Your wife would slap us, I feel like. I don't know. She might be into it. Anyway. Of Hollywood and Lady Hollywood. Anyway, we'll go down. We'll do it live from Universal Studios. We'll do it large from Star Wars Land. Sweet. Do they do that at Disney? Do they have like... Oh, dude. You can have your wedding like anywhere okay. you want in Disney. <laughs> okay. If money. you give them
0: enough money. You can get married in Cinderella's castle. You can like do... There's like this special... Appa- I found out about all
1: this <laughs> stuff
0: because cause I just went to Disney World for like a week. Sure. Which is great. But you can have the... At, so Cinderella's Royal Table, which is this restaurant. Oh. It's a rather small restaurant actually Sounds in the castle bougie. in Disney World. And apparently it's a pretty hard res, res to get, but uh-huh, we uh-huh. ended up... Because And it cost, like, two meal credits. It was crazy. Oh, so shit, to, but you guys got it? Yeah, we had to forego a meal for one night. We had to just <laughs> pay for it straight up
1: just to go. You but didn't we, just, like, skip it and go hungry <laughs> right? for around. So we
0: banked two by getting yeah. – you know, we paid for the vegetarian meal a couple of nights because that's always the cheap one. <laughs> that's why I love my wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but, you can get this like I don't know how much it's probably got to be five hundred bucks or something, yeah, like, oh, I'm sure extra, maybe even more, but cheap. it's it's this engagement package, oh. so people apparently propose a lot in this restaurant mm-hmm. uh and I was and so they'll they bring you like uh you know they do this special thing, and like Prince Charming and Cinderella come out, and they like they bring they bring your ring in in a glass slipper, like it's like a special glass slipper, they bring it out on a on a pillow, yeah. And so you like – that's how you propose. And yeah. And it's like this big thing. There's a whole like ceremony that involves the princesses and the cast and the – Oh, wow. You know, this, there's like a music – there's like music <laughs> and shit. Like it's, well, it seemed pretty ex- – I didn't see one right live. But I, I right. saw some videos and I was like, oh my god, that's Like
1: insane. holy shit. But I guess if you've got – And I know. think
0: that actually a friend of mine uh, who used to work at, at our theater, uh, I think that's how her husband
1: proposed – and they they just celebrated a year anniversary and they went back to Disney World. Oh, nice! To like celebrate and that's like their thing. Now. That's where John and Casey got engaged. Was in Disney World. I don't think it went down in like the Cinderella glass slipper style. Yeah, but well, I think
0: pretty sure. Kevin and Robin got engaged at Disney World, too. Oh, crazy. I think there was a band playing uh, When You Wish Upon a Star. Aww. out Out in, by the carousel or something. Aww. Um, if I recall the story correctly. I hear you. That's when they got engaged. Was yeah. Disney, I'm pretty sure it was Disney World. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Anyway, Wild. good for you, Kev. Yeah. Good times, man. Look at all so our this friends is doing is, good things. Kevin listens to the podcast. We were talking about this the other day, and I was like, I'm glad you listen to the podcast because I feel like I'm talking to you every
1: now and then. <laughs> we don't get to hang out much well, anymore because yeah, he Kevin, lives in D.C. Yeah, Kevin, I don't, I don't get to see you either, but I hope you and Jack and Robin are doing good and, yeah. you know, yeah. come this, back and visit sometime, man. What a very special episode. Yes. we just Dedicated talking to, to Kevin. Yeah. We should just start dedicating it, episodes to the people. Yeah. like, we'll do one to Kevin. We'll do one to Rachel. Like the, the four people that listen? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's two more? <laughs> no. Well, Germ Jam. Oh, I truth. Mean, come on now. Yeah, no, he said he's been preaching the gospel down nice. in Australia, so nice. that's good, man. Nice. Yeah. So we got, sorry, we got off topic. We we're no, talking about Disney all right. World and the
0: autistic spectrum. So I guess, <laughs> I
1: don't know. Us off topic? Woo! <laughs> You lie, you lie. All right. So then, going back to liking yourself. So I oh, wrote, social circles we were talking about. Like, well, right, and okay. just how like if you're up in front of us, a crowd, like who that crowd is no. seems to matter.
0: Oh, and officiating weddings. We talked talk about weddings. I started talking about Disney mm-hmm, weddings. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And then we talked about that engagement. It record. all ties in, man. I'm, I'm back we got now. this, dude. I got we it. got this. So good. Do you so want? So my question then is. Um, so I wrote a column recently that came out. And I was talking about, like, life metrics, right? And yeah. how, like, it's something I've struggled with, living a uh, non-conventional life in the sense that, like, not on the corporate track, all that jazz, whatever. Sure. Um, but one of the things I realized is that the people you spend your time with yeah. truly matter, right? For sure. And so cool. my homie John has this philosophy that whoever you spend your time with, you start to become like, right? Yeah. Whether totally. good or bad. And you, you never know which traits from which per- people are going to rub off. Mm-hmm. So then if you're forced to spend time around people you don't like, do you then start to become more of a person you don't like versus if you spend your time around people you do like, do you start to become more of a person you like? That's very interesting. I, I would say I,
0: – I would probably say that – that yes you i think that if you surround yourself with good people good habits are going to rub rub off okay i think like like that i mean that's the standard I, I i feel you know i i you know one of the things that i never i knew that i never wanted to do with my life was go into like sales i i never okay wanted to yeah you know, cold call or or pitch or try sure. to try to land that Johnson account. Sure, you know, sure. Like I need that leads. Was, you know, my dad, Glen Gary Glenn Ross. Buddy. Yeah, like my my dad was kind of in that game, and he's good at it. Oh, ah, you know, likewise. Yeah, right. Like it was just it was something that I never really wanted. I knew from a very early age I never wanted that for myself. Yeah, but like me too, man. You know, and I I th- and I'm sure that there are some people that thrive in that kind of environment. Certainly, but you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of sharks out there in that game and and you have to become that and i'm sure there's a part of my dad that like you know stayed at the office that that was like you know that like alpha go get 'em type of course guy like you know you got to land seal the deal yeah, close of it of course of course always, always be, be closing, closing. yes but abc of course yeah like so you know like so, so i i think that there's certainly that like you know that that competitive edge or whatever in in those kinds of business type situations you're almost in an evolutionary sense, you have to adapt to that kind of environment, sure. and whether or not that becomes a permanent part of your personality, I think it's certainly accentuated the longer you're in that. So I think that would, would apply say. to, uh, you know, other things. Like you know, I I certainly, the more I surround myself with with theater people, I I can see, you know, I, I spend a lot of time around extroverted people. Yeah, who, and I don't have a problem striking up conversations with them. What right. I what I struggle with is when I I'm around people who aren't like that, to be quite honest. Like I do better with gregarious people in a group. I am myself more gregarious than I am with like you know, someone who's maybe a little more soft-spoken, a little more introverted and trying to get them to talk or to connect with them. Are you on a different level?
1: just trying to say that you miss Benji? I'm sorry if you don't feel what? like no, we're, no, we're no, not no, connecting. No, not ben, I, I, don't you, know, I don't. know how I feel about you your Passive aggressive. What we have is, is
0: so much deeper than that. Max. <laughs> <laughs> but, was, but you know, I will. Like you and I tend to have more introspective and intellectual conversations. Fair. When it's and and you, there's there's been other people, you know, there's certain people in my life that like that just tends to happen. Like this you, kid. Oh. Uh, I used to have a friend in uh, high school and in, into college, and we kind of lost touch. But you know, he was a very intellectual guy, uh, and and so we would have very deep conversations a lot. You know, that was just kind of how we. Inter- but then there's you know some people who I just talk about sports with. Oh, totally. And then so you know you kind of adapt, I guess.
1: And you just laugh as far at as crack like jokes. from a
0: social perspective, I view my I'm pretty. I guess I I like to be adaptable. I guess you know like I would and agree. I tend to kind of chameleonate myself that's not a real word i love it
1: though that's a great
0: verb yeah (laughs) Uh, i kind of (laughs) adapt myself to the situation and i think there's some people who can do that and there's obviously some people who who couldn't you know they're not as socially
1: flexible yeah well i was gonna say fluidity versus being static and uh just how that
0: yeah and then i guess it's ultimately you know depending on how you feel it goes back to that you know do you like yourself like how comfortable you can be in those other situations. Right. Like in a different type of social situation. Like there's social situations where I feel like I can do very well for myself. And, but there's others that I'm less comfortable in. Would you but say, am I, am I still being true to myself? Do I like
1: myself? Well, that, that, that was going to be my question. Like, is this a results based type thing? Like, so I was kind of thinking about that with the class clowns and like the idea of humor is like, that's a mm-hmm. very results driven uh, mechanism for self love, right? Like mm-hmm. you love when you get the laughs. So, like yeah, ultimately, totally. that's not that is not putting a lot of power in your own hands. Like that is being dependent yeah. upon the reactions of others, which is always dangerous. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's, it's just interesting. You know, there there's this, and maybe this goes back to the question about you know having others like you versus liking yourself. It's it's almost. One instead of the other, you know, like there's, there's a certain uh, element of certainly in the performance world of performers who, uh, if these people like me, that gives me a sense of self-worth. Interesting.
1: You know what I mean? These yeah. people
0: and, and what is more visceral of a, of a affirmation that people like you, that they laugh and they clap for you. Like. Yeah. Fair. So there's certainly like some <laughs> yeah. element of like neediness to performers that I myself am guilty of a little A
1: craven. Bit, well, yeah. Well, I think it's like any. Any buzz, right? Like, yeah. You got to feel the, uh, once you get used to it, once you feel like that adrenaline, exactly. That
0: that feels that, you know, whatever emotional gap you might have in your, in your, yeah, or whatever
1: it is. It's just that rush of energy. And then, you know, it's interesting. Very interesting. Crazy. It has been. Actors are crazy people, man.
0: I tell you what, I, the more time I spend around performers and the more I realize, like, it's a pretty volatile personality type. It can be. You know, you're pretty much
1: you're you're using you to find that emotions. whatever yeah. you, you got to which...
0: find that steady steadiness in it, you know, like because it, it, you're riding these waves of yeah. emotion and affirmation and rejection and, you know, yeah. all these all these different things. And I bet that's a little bit about, you know, what we're you know, the 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 the, the saddest clowns left loudest. Yeah. You know, like that that whole performer type Personality, I think is, is – again, because those emotions, they delve a little – you delve a little deeper into those emotions to get – to elicit that response from others. Sure. That then it's kind of cyclical, right? Like it fills a gap within you and then you need more of it and then –
1: Right, in that vicious cycle, and then that that, that can turn and... that can turn south. Sure. Well, even pretty, like attempting to get get into a character, right, to make a compelling to play a compelling character, like a lot sure. of that is getting into their emotions. So if it's, you're, it's empathy. It's all empathy. It's right. Res- letting those get. You know, we, in
0: acting, you talk about you know living in, truthfully in given circumstances. That's like a big thing oh. in acting theory. Fascinating. Uh, in there's several acting you know theories. There's there's some where you try to. Like method act, the method, right? You know, right. where where you you don't live in the given circumstances; those are those become true circumstances. Like you fully delve into this character, becoming them. Okay, so like, which is
1: a little more Robert Downey Jr. in *Tropic Thunder*, like epitomizing right. the method acting. The okay, method, okay, okay, okay. You
0: know, like you you get a job as a garbage man. Yeah. if you're playing a garbage man, and yeah. you are a garbage man. You don't talk out of. Character, you stay in character, you live and life. some people say that that you know provides a truer performance uh, for some I'm because sure. you're get. But you know, I've always been, as far as acting and, and performance and stuff, is 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 you know connecting on some level with the circumstances of your character, but not becoming them, like that you. Because at the end of the day, you're you're just a dude playing another dude, another dude. You know what I mean? So like, you gotta you gotta understand. You have to empathize, and that's that's really what acting is. I think is is empathizing with the character and trying to respond truthfully to those given circumstances, but not not that it doesn't have to become the truth for you. Right. It's as long as you're honest in in your reaction and your uh-huh, uh-huh. your interpretation of those emotions and displaying those emotions you can later then disconnect yourself and some people don't like to do that they want to feel those feelings right and I feel like that's just more it's that's always seemed a little unbalanced to me
1: I mean it's definitely uh, uh, the razor's edge it's right? yeah
0: it's definitely dangerous and you can fall off pretty pretty hard and some of those actors do yeah you know like they, they method acting has always kind of been a volatile well I but it's it, it is it is it better? Is it truer in, for those actors? Maybe that's the way they need to get there, man. Right, you know, in order know. to give
1: those performances. I mean, like, like but, Ledger as the Joker, like, is something that comes to mind. Yeah, you no, like,
0: he, he went right. He went all in, man. Right, and it fucked with him. Like, he, yes, obviously.
1: yeah. Like, but uh, it was a great performance. It was A great performance. So could he have
0: done that? If I don't know, you know. And then like Jared Leto as the Joker as well. Apparently, like he sent you know bags of shit to people like dead rats and. animals and like Mm. to be this more sadistic type Uh, joker Joker. and and he i don't know apparently he's not coming back for another round at the joker so so maybe that didn't work out for him yeah but jared leto is a trans but there are certain people who are like transformative actors like they can turn into their character sometimes i believe at a detriment to themselves sure but ultimately maybe they don't truly like themselves so they become other people Damn it are you it's like good, I get you man. just it's like I get you just that man so I don't know I think so going back to the question right we're we'll round that out I, I think it's does the can, can being liked by other people replace liking yourself? Exactly. In a way, certainly. How'd you just get me, Ben. <laughs> I mean, and maybe maybe that's what some of those personality types try to do. That's what that's essentially what we're trying to do. But at the end of the day, that's gonna fade. But liking yourself right. is I would say far more important than than having others like you. But
1: yes, well, because no matter one's what, not
0: necessarily exclusive to the other. But I
1: mean, you're a, you're a married man. You spend a lot of you see your wife, but like you still spend a lot naked. of time alone. What? Yeah, <laughs> buddy.
0: Boom. Up top. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, this is where we miss Benji. Like, you would not have been able to make that joke <laughs> if no. he was in here. No, because he'd make a joke about seeing my wife too. That's right. Like You son of a bitch. That's right. Or jumped across the table. Are we way over time?
0: Uh, we're over by a few minutes. Oh, we should probably wrap shit. it up. Let's here. get out of here. So, you know what? Like yourself first. Others will learn to like you because of it. I and think. if not, fuck them. If not, fuck them. They're not worth your time. But thanks for spending your time with us and downloading and liking Ignorant and Uninformed America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Max Saracastan Sarac. I am one of your hosts, and I am the other one of your hosts today, Mr. Ben Hollywood Whitmore. We're going to be back next week with the brand new Epidose. Make sure you check out the website. Check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. <laughs> uh-huh. Send us your topics and topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast you're listening to us on. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. Twank us on the Twitter at Ig and un. We're we'll back next week with the brand new Epidose. Ah, that's freshness. All up in the grill. Peace off. Peace out.